Welcome back to the Little Dudes Insect Academy podcast. I am super stoked to be here with a new guest, Eric. I'm super excited about today. We're back at it, and I cannot wait to get to know you, Eric. So how about, Eric, how about you go ahead and introduce yourself to the viewers back at home? Hello, everybody. My name is Eric Ostrom. I guess what I can say is I'm an entomologist, so I've been studying insects my whole life. They've all I've ever done, and that's pretty much all I continue want to do moving forward. Amazing. Okay, so let's just get right into it. Give us a little brief overview of what you're currently working on and a little bit of what you've done in the past, sort of with your projects, and we'll get into your schooling in a minute, but some of the things you're you're passionate in. So currently, I am in the more on the husbandry side of things. So I work at an insect farm right now where we raise uh, actually millions of insects ranging from crickets, hornworms, mealworms, and roaches to supply to all the major pet store chains for pet food. Hmm. Very interesting. So, so you work with raising and breeding these, and these are all for feeding, right? Yep. Okay, yeah, so crickets and mealworms. That's awesome. Okay, so how has your entomology skills kind of come into play? Like, how is that used in that position? In that place, it's more based around, like, comfortability, working around all, and pretty much being being covered with insects all day. Yeah. Because my main area that I'm in is the roaches, so I work with dubia roaches for the most part. And mm-hmm. um, we have dozens and dozens of roach colonies. And so we're I'm constantly covered and being crawled on with the babies. The, That's awesome. You're always crawling everywhere. So just having that familiarity and like being okay <laughs> actually working like up close and personal like that, I think is the main part for that type of mm-hmm. uh job and just like knowing like basic life history and life cycle information on the insects and stuff helps quite a bit yeah yeah for sure how long have you been there for i have been there for almost three years oh very cool okay yeah um so going into your entomology experience uh where did you go to school how did you originally get interested in this field I first wanted to become an entomologist when I was five. Started off raising caterpillars, walking around my grandparents' dirt road, finding monarch caterpillars on the side and getting them off and taking them back before the ditch mowers went through and got them. And basically just started that way. I got up to raising hundreds of caterpillars a year. Mm. And... Probably, from my count, successfully raised probably over 25 different species of butterflies and moths. So that was a big part of where it started. Wow. And then I got more into like collecting taxonomy, identification stuff as like more later in the game since like 2010. And so since then, it's been more collecting and that type of stuff. Mm. 
So for school, I went to and graduated from University of Wisconsin Stout, where I majored in environmental science and land management. Nice. And while I was there, I one of my first jobs actually was the entomology assistant there. So I was able to play around with the small university collection they had. It wasn't very big, but yeah, still plenty of stuff for me to do. Mm-hmm. And every single job since college has been as an entomologist. Nice. Very cool. Okay, so you've done it all. Husbandry, taxonomy, collecting, curating. Very cool. Mm-hmm. What were some of the projects you did at school at Wisconsin? One of the things I, it was actually a project for one of my GIS classes, kind of showing like mapping out examples of like collecting bias using the grasshoppers in the school collection. Mm-hmm. As a couple of the entomology people there, like we're like grasshopper people. Mm-hmm. So their studies filled up the collection with grasshoppers. So I just took the collecting locations and mapped them out on like making GIS map and stuff mm-hmm. and showing the collecting bias of like showing most of the collecting samples were then like more populated areas or where the colleges are and all that stuff and showing the lack of samples and collections from more rural locations, which add to, should I say, lack of distribution information of species. Hmm. Okay, interesting. Yeah, okay, so so you, you said you got originally interested in insects when you were five? Yep. Do you, like, for me, same story with me, but do you, like, do you, do you know why you originally got interested, or were you just always in, into it? I really have no clue. Yeah. I think, I think it just happened like more organically. Like I just, I was like, that's really cool. I want to try and raise another one or I want to try to find a different caterpillar and see what that turns into. Yeah. And then, yeah, once I started that and actually like looking for stuff, I found more stuff. And once you start looking for something, you see other ones you didn't know were there. Yeah. And it pretty much just, goes downhill into a big spiral of ever-growing curiosity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have any animals, like, personally in, in, in your collection, um, live animals? Like, do you have any pets like that, or, or is um, it just for your job right now? Right now, for just job, I used to have lots of scorpions and tarantulas and stuff when I lived back in Colorado. Um but I unfortunately had to like rehouse and sell most of them because there's too many for them to move with. Yeah. And going moving into a smaller place. So, but yeah, I used to have lots and lots of arachnids and insects as pets. Very cool. Very, very cool. Um, yeah. So moving on, how like, who 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 do you kind of look up to is in your journey kind of maybe a professor that you looked up to or maybe just people 
in life or in science in general? Like, who is your inspiration? Well, once, well, starting out, I really didn't have much of an inspiration. Uh, it was just more curiosity and just like family that, that supported me along the way. Yeah. But once I actually got into it and like, especially when I started getting into like the field guides and everything, mm-hmm. um, those are the people I was like, man, I wish I can knew all this stuff that they know or go that. Um, so like the main field guides I liked were butterflies. So I started out with like butterflies and moths. So Paul Oppler, who was like a butterfly moth expert, he's wrote many field guides and stuff. I was able to meet him because he was at Colorado State when I was in Fort Collins. So I was able to meet him a couple of times when I went into the collection in there when I volunteered there. Oh, that's cool. So I was able to meet him and some of his stories were really amazing. <laughs> Another one person that I would consider later on, um, I don't know if you're familiar with like the Kaufman Field Guide to Instance in North America. Yeah, I um, think so. It's by yeah. uh, Eric Eaton. I'd consider him probably another one I look up to. And he was in Colorado when I was there. And so I became, was able to become friends with him as well, doing bioblitzes and stuff with him. So meeting him kind of left me kind of more kind of starstruck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he, he's really, he was a really awesome person to get to know and stuff. And I'm luckily to call him a friend now. So it was cool just to meet like those people like I've read on covers and authors of like the books I've read and looked at for years and right. just to finally be able to meet them in person was pretty awesome. That's really awesome. Yeah. Have you gone on any like fun trips to collecting or like have you gone into any tropical areas or? Um, yeah. So for my last job, I was able to travel around the U.S., hmm. the different states. So I did a lot of work in Florida and Texas. So every time I went there, I was able to do collecting like new places down there and get some really awesome stuff. This past winter, I went to Costa Rica, but I went there for more birding and photography and not really didn't really didn't do any collecting there because they're a little bit more stingy on collecting and all that stuff. But that was, some of the insects down there that I saw were insane. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, down there, I was actually able to see my first uh, wild uh, species of blue morpho. So that was really awesome. For sure. And this past month, I actually went on a collecting trip to Vancouver Island in uh, British Columbia. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, one of another photographer I'm friends with on all my inset groups and Instagram and everything invited me out there. So mm-hmm. went out there and he took me to all his spots and found some amazing things, collected a bot fly, collected and seen a pine white for the very first time. So that was really awesome. And just, it was just a really fun experience going out to a different country and actually collecting stuff. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. So moving on to, the next kind of topic is like other than entomology and husbandry and collecting, what are some other hobbies that you enjoy? They may or may not be related to entomology. It kind of 
seems to sneak its way into a lot of our other hobbies. But what are some other hobbies that you like to enjoy in your spare time? I'm a big golfer. Oh, nice. Both regular golf and disc golf. Just went on, came back from a trip to Chicago for golfing some of the more pro courses down there. So that was really fun. Nice. So yeah, and I disc golf a lot as well. I don't know if it's would consider it a hobby, but I'm a huge, huge Star Wars fan. Mm, yeah. So the amount of that I'm into Star Wars, I consider it a hobby, but yeah. Like I do all the collecting the action figures, the Funko Pops, Lego sets. Nice. Watch all the Lego or watch all the Star Wars media multiple times. So nice. So uh let's let's go off of that a little bit. What's your what's your list of the um you know originals sequels and prequels like where where do those rank for you well my favorite one is revenge of the sith nice yes that just i don't know why i just love that movie the most out of all of them yeah i'm gonna say return of the jedi is probably the second one yeah Uh, then followed by the new hope and then the empire strikes back yeah and then the Phantom Menace, which I didn't like the Phantom Menace growing up, but now I watch it as an adult. It's like, that's a super underappreciated film. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of hated on. Yeah. For no reason. Yeah. And then the sequels are the sequels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although, to be honest, The Force Awakens, it was obviously the best one of the sequels. Yeah. And that's the only one of the sequels I actually rewatched a lot. Yeah. I yeah. don't mind The Force Awakens, but mm-hmm. the other two are... Yeah, I'm the same way. The sequels are like... I mean, yeah. On one hand, it's like... But then it has like... It's Star Wars, and I love Star Wars. Yeah. So it's it's the love-hate relationship with those ones. Very cool. Yeah. And you've kind of always been into that since they came out, or...? I actually started off as a more of a huge Trekkie. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Then more into Star Wars. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I still love all the Star Treks and still watch them all the time. Mm -hmm. Very, very fun. Yeah. All right. So golfing, Star Wars, anything else? You think we covered all that? Uh, Hunting, fishing when I can. Yeah. Honestly, nothing too exciting for most people, I guess. Very cool. It, it, it takes up my time, so I'm content with it. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, so moving on, let's, let's, what are some of your aspirations and goals for the future? Where do you want to take your entomology journey from, you know, moving forward? I kind of want to, I have aspirations to write field guides kind of more regional field guides for my area. So Minnesota, Wisconsin. Very cool. Um, yeah, I want to like do more regional field guides on those with updated checklists and all that type of stuff for the grasshoppers, especially, and ants. Mm-hmm. And obviously one of my big goals is to find a potentially undescribed new species. Yeah. Because which, what entomologist doesn't want that as a goal? Yeah, for sure. 
So yeah, been slowly but surely been revamping my collection, getting it like organized and all that type of stuff. Yeah. I just really want a personal goal is to like greatly expand, double, triple my collection in the next multiple years. Because I'm, to be honest, I kind of want to be one of the better large private insect collections in the U.S. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How long, how, how large estimated is your collection at the moment? Not counting all the vials I have on my counters and freezers to go through. Yeah, yeah. Over 25,000 specimens. Wow. Yeah. That's quite a bit for a personal collection, for sure. It might be a long stretch, but I want to hit at least 100,000 within the next five years. Wow. Doing well, yeah. That's going to be a lot of work and a lot of time and commitment. Mm -hmm. but I think it'll be worth it. And the uh, amount of information, private collections in general from people for like, just uh, in the world of entomology is to me is priceless. So yeah, anything I collect, I think will have a good contribution to further knowledge on species and stuff. For sure. Yeah. What are you doing for your like boxes and supplies now since BioQuip is gone? Are you making them yourself yet or? <laughs> kind of doing some makeshift stuff. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I still have some room in some of my Cornell drawers mm-hmm. and some room in some of my Whitefield boxes. Yeah. Um, one of the makeshift things I use is that actually has been working very well for me. Probably won't work at some places because of past or humidity stuff, but they've worked well for me. Is I get these the flat, I think they're 28 quart tubs from Walmart. Okay. And get one of their big uh, styrofoam things from the craft section. Mm. And I just use that as temporary storage for like when I'm like sorting stuff or putting a specific group out that I'm going to go through. So it's cheap. It works for me. They're stackable. And I've really had no problems using those as temporary storage to moving stuff around and stuff. So very good. Yeah. Bio quick closing, quite frankly, kind of sucks. Yeah. Yeah. But there are still uh, other places and places coming up going to fill the gap, hopefully. So yeah, I think there's enough of a demand. I think someone's going to step up and start doing a similar thing. Yeah, because um, there's a place up right now you can get stuff, and then there's a, another company that's coming up, Pennant Entomology. Yeah. I don't think their site's gone live yet. I don't um, think so. I've yeah. been waiting for it because that's one of the ones I really want to check out. So hopefully they'll be up soon and get back to business getting more storage yes we'll be looking forward to that we miss we miss them for sure they they really were like a big a big help in the in the field for sure okay yeah so was there anything else that you want to talk about the things that you've worked on or any more education that you've gone through that you wanted to highlight before we before we wrapped it up or i guess i can talk talk about a 
couple like things I've done in my past jobs, if you want. Yeah, yeah for sure. Go for um, it. So yeah, right out of college after graduating, I went and worked uh, six months in Arkansas mm-hmm. for the University of Arkansas. Oh, very cool. Helping a, a master's student and we his project that I helped him with, we slawed through the wetlands and mosquitoes and humidity in mm-hmm. eastern Arkansas. Um, setting up bull traps uh, and looking at wild bee divers in the various wetlands over there. Hmm. And uh, that was a exhausting, fun, re- rewarding experience. And the, spe- and the stuff we got out of it was crazy. Hmm. I can't. I'm going to make up a couple of numbers. It's going to be close because I can't remember the exact number offhand. Yeah. But from that study, there were 36 new state records, bee species. I think it was 36. Mostly, and that was just because of undersampling in that general area. Mm. So the fact I mean, the number of new species not recorded before was just crazy. So on top of like the new state records, there's, there's even more new county records, which expanded the range in the county, in the state and everything and all that mm. type of stuff. So, wow. so a lot of stuff came out of that study, which was Impressive. insane. Yeah. Which kind of just shows even in this day, how undersampled a lot of areas are. Yeah, there's still a whole lot more. Yeah. Then after that, I actually worked as a contract research entomologist at the CDC. Oh, okay. So there I primarily worked on mosquitoes. Mm-hmm. So I went on the field. That's where I traveled to different states and stuff. That's cool. And my main thing was actually identification. So I get sent mosquitoes from all over the world. Yeah. The Pacific Islands, Asia, Africa. I get sent those and I go through and identify them. Hmm. Then they get sent off for uh, testing for viruses and all that type of stuff. That was definitely a challenging job, especially when we're out in the field. Right. How long were you there for at the CDC? I was there, geez, almost. That'd be almost four years. Mm. No. Yeah, almost four years. And I honestly wish I was still there, but I mean, it was so much fun. Yeah, I bet. Uh, Just the different species I got to see from the world. They're gorgeous. Yeah. And just going out in the field, doing field work and doing all that stuff and publishing and writing papers and everything was Hmm. couldn't really ask for anything more yeah that's awesome yeah so i've been a little bit everywhere done a little bit of everything so far yeah sounds like a jack of all trades for sure and now i even do classes so i once or twice a month now i teach 
a handful of uh, kids from Japan over Zoom who are interested in insects. So I do classes with them and just talk to them about insects and everything and just go through different facts and just try and teach them what I know and everything. Hmm. That's awesome. And, and how did you start doing that? Where did that come from? I just got contacted on Instagram, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. So far, everything I've, any of the extra stuff I do these days, I get contacted through Instagram to do. I was like, okay. That's awesome. That's very cool. So that's been a really fun. And hearing them tell their stories on the insects they keep as pets and yeah. all, like the stuff they see is pretty enjoyable. Yeah, I bet. In Japan. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, so... Eric, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap it up here in a minute. But before we go, is there anywhere that the viewers can go to meet you, like Instagram or Facebook or like social media? Is there anywhere they can go? And I can also leave the links in the description in the show notes of the episode. But where can we find you? So I am on Facebook. I don't post a lot on there. My main places I post are on Instagram at Daily Entomologist. Okay. And then I also post regu- regularly on the Daily Entomologist YouTube as well, which the last few videos I actually posted were from my trip to Vancouver Island. So, so YouTube are like videos of what you've been up to or? Oh, yep. The YouTube is pretty much, or it pretty much is all insects, either just updates, me working on my private collection or out in the field collecting. Very cool. Um, so, yeah. And just like, I have like pinning tutorials, making a collection, all that. Type. I have all those types of videos on there. And then, yeah, most videos, it's either working on an updates on my collection, showing what I caught, or when just showing out in the field when I'm out collecting, just showing all that type of stuff as well. So, very, very cool. Alrighty. I will, again, I will also leave all the links to that, those things down in the description for you guys to go check out. But thank you so much for coming on the show, Eric. It was really great to meet you and talk talk with you. Yeah, this was really fun. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Thank you.